Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of Through a Lens. Uh, I'm Alex Heitz. This is my podcast about philosophy, theology, uh, the human condition, politics, uh, a variety of such incendiary topics. Uh, today, I'm going to talk about begging the question, which is an informal logical fallacy that every one of us is forced to make at some point. I'll get to more into that in a moment. But first, uh, yeah, second episode. First episode I did was on objective truth. It was a little bit of a sloppy episode. Um, I'm not really used to doing these solo podcasts. Uh, I do a podcast with my nephew, um, and it's much easier than this. I can say, I can say that much, um, having someone to riff off of and interact with. But uh, I'm trying to get better at these, and uh, this is going to be mainly content from my blog. Uh, alexheights.tumblr.com, which is my Through a Lens blog, which I've had since March 2018. Um, and I've been, I've made like maybe five or six posts on there. And uh, it ranges from this same kind of content too. Um, and I'm going to just be doing an audio version of it, basically. And I think doing an audio version will help because there's some topics that I don't think I can do well in blog form, and I want to give it a different platform too. So uh, I think it'll get a little bit more widely, uh, more wide, widely exposed, widely exposure. What am I saying? On YouTube, uh, probably not on iTunes, but you know how podcasts go. Anyway, so um, today's episode, begging the question. So this is an informal logical fallacy, and it's one that everyone is forced to make at the base of their worldview foundations. So when you beg the question, you assume one thing is true in order to establish that another thing is true. So for example, soda is the best tasting beverage, therefore water tastes worse than soda. Now this argument is valid, meaning that it functions logically, but of course the person posing the argument is assuming that soda is the best tasting beverage, um, which is obviously a highly subjective and flimsy truth to assert so wholly. That's just an opinion, right? Um, I, I don't know if it could be objectively true that soda is the best tasting beverage because I think taste literally is a subjective opinion. So uh, kind of a broken thing, right? You begged the question. So I said that everyone has to commit this fallacy. So what do I mean by that? Um, imagine that your worldview, uh, your conception of your environment is a series of pillars, all representing various beliefs you hold. So like one pillar is origin of the universe. Uh, another would be the reality of moral obligations and duties. Another would be the reality of good and evil. Uh, another one would be uh, humankind's worth, the, you know, the worth of a man. Another would be the quality uh, of the virtue, which is love, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So this role of pillars are your worldview's support. And these pillars rely on each other to stay standing, right? Because if, if one is weak, it might impact another. So uh, it may in fact look something like a tree. Your idea that soda tastes better than water is like a sun-laden branch at the top of the tree. Everything below is supporting it, and there are no ideas resting above it, or at least no ideas heavier than itself, right? You're not going to 
be like, well, soda tastes better than water. And I believe that. And because I believe that I know God exists. Like, uh, no, that's a much heavier idea on top of a weak idea. Right? So, um, when you follow the branches, the pillars down, you'll realize, uh, everything goes to the same place. They all arrive at the same destination, the same seed that grew the tree. Uh, the same question, the question we're forced to beg without unanimous scientific proof. And that question, more or less phrased in different ways, um, goes something like this. Is there a creator of the universe? Is there a personal, omnipotent, transcendent deity that created the universe? Um, I could get into all kinds of tangents on that one, but basically, scientifically, from what we can see of the universe, if there was a creator, it would have to be personal. It would have to be omnipotent. It would have to be transcendent. So that's why I phrase it that way. So this is philosophical bedrock, and it's why it's been the academic discussion for millennia. There's nothing below this uh, because eventually you run out of actual turtles. You can't, you know, have an infinite regress in terms of an infinite universe, right, in terms of going into the past. Um, I won't go into the natural theology arguments here, but I want to posit one thing. Coming to the conclusion that a personal deific being created the natural world isn't insane when it's compared to the inverse conclusion. Um, the arguments have been made as to why it's more probable than not, but again, not talking about that here. I'm only trying to level the playing field when it comes to the conclusions available. There are two, yes and no, right? Um, I would say any agnostic or atheist worth their salt would say, yeah, those are the options. Um, they're either there is a God or there is not a God. And even if even an agnostic who says they withhold belief in a God, it's like, okay, well, then you're not believing in a God right now. It, I mean, you can get semantic about it, but it there's it's really inescapable here. So, but now a new question arises at this discovery. Which choice will grow the strongest set of pillars? Now, I don't have any immediate examples to give in this situation, but I ended up developing this image of a worldview quite a while ago, and it's helped to analyze the strength of what I believe. Um, things I've taken to be true, just because I was raised in a milieu that accepted them, I've changed my mind on a handful of some of them. Uh, they supported way more than they should have for being the small branches that they were. And this process isn't just a do it and drop it. It's always ongoing as I attain new knowledge and process my experiences into wisdom, if you will. Um, this method has also helped to see the strengths and flaws in other worldviews as well. Uh, I see someone else assume a truth, and it's, an, and it's an assumption all the way down to the core question. And that higher assumption puts pressure on other pillars, and I see weaknesses in some of the trees other other people have constructed. Um, I'm currently pretty confident in my pillars, not arrogant or proud, for there is no piety at the bottom at bedrock. Bedrock, uh, building your worldview off of the begged question is tricky. That's that's certain. So my encouragement to everybody is to assess their pillars. 
Check for structural damage, see which branches are leaning on which. You may need to travel all the way down and flip that switch, flip to the other answer in order to restructure your support for the better. It may just change your life. So that was my blog post about uh, begging the question. That was my first blog post. And um, yeah, that, that that's kind of how I feel about the, about the whole thing. Um, I, I see people who aren't really realizing that they built a tree and you know, there, there's like uh, broken connections on their circuit board where, you know, they'll say something and realize they're being hypocritical or not consistent. Um, because when you say, okay, this, this core belief at level two overrides what I just said. So I, I say this one thing and then I, you know, I, I ask them, oh, well, don't you believe that? Or don't you think that? And they go, oh yeah. And, uh, it's just kind of a dead end at that point because it like, well, okay, you need to reassess what you believe then. Um, so this is more just a, a call to action to assess the pathways of your beliefs because certain beliefs lead to other things. Um, so I want you to, how do I put this? I want you to assess your reality, assess the human condition, see what makes the most sense. Uh, and I don't mean like empirically, I don't mean scientifically because science doesn't tell us why it just tells us what. So I want you to ask the why questions and the why questions are, they're answered and the conclusions are come to differently than you would, uh, you know, uh, come find out E equals MC square. Um, these, these kinds of truths and beliefs you don't arrive at empirically. Uh, I mean, you can have empirical uh, data give you evidence for, you know, one or the other, but ooh, this is, this is a really tricky thing to put into words. And yet I'm doing a podcast about it really good. But if you are to come to a metaphysical conclusion which, like I said, everyone is forced to answer this metaphysical question. It's inescapable. And everyone does have an answer. Um, when you answer the metaphysical, give, you know, give a truth or uh, find a truth in the metaphysical, you don't arrive at it the same way you would in a test tube. Um, it, it's a different kind of process. And I think a lot of people mistake that and don't realize that, that it's a, a different way of thinking. Um, and it just, it doesn't compute with the normal scientific way of, of finding answers, um, which is, you know, testing, hypothesis, uh, experiments, etc. So uh, that's all I have for this one. It's another kind of shorter one, but uh, I just want everyone to think about the, the question that gets begged that we all have to beg and uh, just kind of check, check your damage, check your, your structures, see if there's anything out of line, anything that needs to be realigned. Um, I think that's just a general, regardless of what you believe, I think that's just a general good idea anyway, right? Um, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm doing bad right here. Why is that? Is this leaning on something weak? Okay, let me take this that's weak and make it stronger. How do I make it stronger? I might need to go deeper. So that, that, that's, that's my, uh, my take on it, uh, kind of how I've been viewing worldviews. 
recently. So uh, tell me all what you think. Tell me if it's, uh, it's a helpful way to, to view it. Um, and like I said, really, really strongly, uh, strongly uh, encourage everyone to, uh, to look within themselves. That's, uh, that's kind of my mantra is you, everyone needs a, do- a good, strong dose of introspection. Uh, look within. It might be scary, but uh, you might need to clean house that way. So thank you, everyone. 